I hope you all enjoyed Series 7, where we discussed so many ways in which animals have been connected with, symbolized, and used within spiritual practices. Over the next few weeks, we're going to jump into Series 8. But first, we'll have a fun week where we do a special episode with author and matriarch of Tula Tula Wildlife Reserve in KwaZulu-Natal, South Africa. So get ready for some surprising stories and fascinating details about Francoise Malby Anthony's experiences that most of us can only dream about. And in October, we'll have another special, so keep an eye open for that one. Something else to keep an eye out for, we're beginning to produce bonus content for our Patreon followers. So if you want to hear more, we'll make sure we mention in an episode when there's more content to listen to for that episode. So get on top of it now by joining our Patreon group. Support our podcast and keep the content you love coming. Someday, I might even be able to pay our wonderful newsletter and vaccines producer, Natasha Matzart, because without Natasha, this podcast would be pretty basic. Speaking of the newsletter, when you sign up, you get insights and links about the episodes, as well as tips for sharing your enthusiasm for animal care, advocacy, and well-being through starting a podcast. So maybe before you start this next series, jump onto the website, thedealwithanimals.com, and sign up for the newsletter, maybe join the Patreon. Yeah. Oh yeah, one more thing. I've decided to move the podcast RSS feed from Spotify for Podcasters to Buzzsprout. There's a few different reasons for this. It all should be pretty smoothly and hopefully you won't notice any changes. But since there's never guarantees with technology, I just wanted to give you the quick heads up. But first, animal care culture. What is animal care culture? It's also known as animal welfare or sheltering. When I first started, shelters were where dogs and cats and sometimes other animals were sent when they were stray, lost, excess, or unwanted. But the culture of animal care has changed. When did that happen? Well, in Season 8, we're going to talk about the changes to animal welfare culture into a culture of community animal well-being. And that has taken place primarily over the last two decades. We're going to be talking to professionals in the animal care world who are new and some who have been around since since animal welfare meant euthanizing most of the animals who entered the shelter system. We're going to be talking about the progress animal care has made in serving their communities rather than the traditional view that in order to help our communities, we had to remove unwanted animals. We're going to talk about how the word euthanize, it's not a good death if the animal isn't suffering from either severe medical or behavioral issues. That's just death. However, there's still many, many communities in the United States alone that are still struggling with pet overpopulation. While the reasons for this may seem obvious, too many pets, not enough homes, a lack of good homes is not the primary issue. In fact, many communities have proven that good homes are not that hard to come by. And sometimes it's the strategies, biases, and lack of community outreach that's actually killing animals. So we're going to talk to leaders in the animal care world about what's changed, what's the same, and what are animal shelters going to look like 10 years from now. I started out in sheltering just as these things were starting to change in a big way. I got to see many of those changes and implement them myself firsthand. And yet, in the last five years, I've just been in the background, working as a board member. I've seen many sides of this issue that the public at large doesn't really have access to. So, here's your access. An open door to animal care culture. So let's get into it. And I want to start by sharing a clip from episode 24. 
This is an episode where I talk to COO of Companion Animals for Reform and Equity, Jen Evans. This was a moment in the episode that I can't get out of my head, a question she asked that really made me think, maybe we've had it all wrong. What is the first word you think of when you hear the word welfare? And I think animal welfare should really think about this, like that name in itself, animal welfare. Like the what does that... To me, it has a certain association just by including the word welfare in there. And I think we've come so far from what, quote, charity is and what it should be. You know, it, it's 2022. I think we we should have evolved from what charity maybe used to be 100 years ago. And we know so much more. So I'd love to, I mean, care, we remove that. We say human and animal well-being. But I think it's really interesting if you think about some of the programs that are out there and what the word welfare means and what people are associating it with. So what does animal welfare mean? And what is the difference between animal welfare, animal care, and animal well-being? What kinds of programs out there are going to support animal well-being in our communities and which do the opposite? I'm Marika Bell, anthrozoologist, CPDT certified dog trainer, and an animal myself. Thank you for joining me as we ask the question, what's the deal with animal welfare? I love this question. What's the deal with animals? (laughs) What do I think is the deal with animals? I think the deal with animals, for one, I think is off. They're awesome. What is the deal with the animals? Oh gosh. So the deal with the animals, you know? What do you think is the deal with animals? 